Hi, I'm Kendall, and I'm listening to the Great Teen Podcast. PlayStation in that controller? Because does it does that one even? I haven't tried the the like Mad Cats brand. So I, don't, I don't think it's work. I don't think it works. Yeah, I, think, I, I don't trust that anything if it's off brand. If it's not bad, Sony, then I say hit the road, buddy. Are you still you're still playing that Dora game, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, or what Dora the, the Explorer PS, for PS One? Yeah, the Dora the Explorer game. Right, yeah. I love it. Yeah, you know the one that was like double packaged with Cat in the Hat. Yeah, I'm more of I'm more of a Dora guy myself. Oh yeah. wait, look at this. We're on oh, the air. Yeah. Uh, just just noticed we are on uh, live radio right now. Um, uh, just kidding. It's not radio. It's podcast, and we're going. Uh, we're we're going there. What do you think, Max? I th- I agree. Yeah, so uh, it's pretty interesting. Um, we we got this is a great teen podcast. We're back. We also got uh, we got Max. We got Sam. I poop baskets for lunch. Thank you, Sam. Yeah, Hope good, you keep weighing in. Here. Um, that's awesome to hear. You know, uh, hope you all like the are really digging the first two episodes. Um, but yeah. I, what do you think about the first two episodes, Max? I think they, um, they're uh, great. I don't think we're ever going to be able to top those first two. Well, think again, buddy, because this is now. episode three, the best episode yet. They've and got. Um, you just wait. It's You've, so good, actually, that this intro that we're doing right now is actually pre-record. Pre-record was actually recorded after we made the it episode. It was pre-recorded after the episode. It was post-recorded. It was pre-post-recorded. Yeah, and then we actually because we knew how good of an episode we would be. We recorded this, and then we recorded the episode, and then we went back and recorded this, and then we re-recorded this. Um, we recorded over. But we it. said the same thing, but we kind of just, we kind of punched it up a bit because we knew how great of yeah, an episode it was. Yeah, we dialed up the punch button. Yeah. Well, let's do a bit of a recap, Max. What do you, what did you think about being on this episode today? It was um, phenomenal, and I learned a couple things about me and about you and about our topics. Yeah, I really liked the one part where we started talking about um, some of the, like, uh, you know, top three. Yeah, we really got into the um, the details there, and um, it's the moment. You're, you'll know it when you hear it. Trust me. Yeah, you, it was a good moment. It. it was a good moment. When we... Um, Oh, and then there was that moment when we um, when we talked about kind of like uh, oh yeah, and the and the guy with the yeah, yeah and then we yeah, kind of yeah. looked into the uh-huh. dove a bit deeper into that one. Yeah, that was a real big revelation. Yeah, you know, In fact, this, this podcast um, goes deep. Yeah, we. Uh, I think uh, we're still waiting on the police to get back to us on that one. But uh, anyway, 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 enough for our recap. I hope you enjoy the show. Yeah. Um. Okay. Hey. Hi, everyone. Whoa. Hey, we're on. It's the, the show. It's the new Great Teen Podcast episode three. Uh, Third episode. What you know? We've had two episodes. Now we're on an episode three. What's next? I say episode four. It Maybe could ha- it could happen. But, okay. Uh, don't hold your breath. Um, well, you know, we've definitely uh, learned a lot about some good topics this week. But last week, you know, all the you know, it's been kind of a. This is this podcast is about information. Yeah. Let me just sure say that. Is. Let me just say that it's about information, but. It's more information. It's also about the analysis of that information. Right. This podcast is about analysis. If you're looking for analysis, buddy, you've come to the right place. Um, uh, Max, do you think we're ready to check in with our... with our topic, first topic um, of the day. I think so. Let's uh, First off, let's let's see what Sam has to say. I rub oxycodone on my butt. 
Yeah, I agree, Sam. Yeah, thank I think you for we're that ready. point, Sam. I, we must be ready. And today's topic is, Max? The International Shotokan Karate Federation. Short, as, as abbreviated as ISKF. Um, it's one of the largest Shotokan karate organizations in North and South America. It's really interesting because, you know, you think of karate as an art out of the, you know, the Far East, but now it's made it to North and South America thanks to the International Shotokan Karate Federation. Oh, is that why? Absolutely. They, they're they in charge of this thing, man. They're running shit. If it, were, if it weren't for the ISKF, you wouldn't even have ever heard of karate over here in your life. Um, you know, I think... Honestly, when you mention something like the ISKF, you know I've I've, I've talked to it to a ton of people, and you just, their eyes light up. They don't know they don't know where to start. You know they don't know what it's what. All, to, it's always on someone's mind. It's always on people's mind, and honestly, I feel like it it weighs on people because they're like International Shotokan Karate Federation. There's so many different angles I could approach thinking about this. I don't even know where to start. But you know what I like to always say: start with a website. Yeah, um, you go to website, and it takes you right there. Yeah. So. Uh, the, the, uh, if you want to follow along at home, it's iskf.com. And, uh, you know, right off the bat, oh, we got to read their mission. Camp. What do you think about this mission they have? To preserve and spread traditional Japanese karate through exceptional instruction. Wow. I couldn't agree more. That's what you get when... Oh, you can click there to see the mission statement. We just looked at the mission statement. Maybe this one will give... Oh, this one's a, a lot more. It's on this a one PDF. has mission and vision and values. <laughs> it has so much more information that they couldn't put it on the website. They had to put it on a separate PDF. Yeah, that's really interesting. Um, just, just the kind of stuff you can expect when you go to a website Whoa, such as hey, ISKF.com. I think we had some more info there. Real, did um, we really? What, yeah, did, what because, were you interested uh, in on here? If you look at the bottom, this is uh, last edited um, uh, December 12th, uh, 2017. That's like years ago. Here's a good point that I want to kind of dive into. Um if you go, if you like, click on something and then go to their website again, it like just is a blank page. So, ISKF, you got to work on that. But hey, it's not the International Website Federation; it's the International Shotokan Karate Federation. Am I right? Yeah, maybe you should just uh, um, turn off ad blocker. My bad. Let's um, you know, it's really interesting that they have all these regional directors. You know. Yeah, Susan Jones, sixth Dan from Alaska region. Yeah, uh, but like you know, we got to think about. You know, they've had master camp. They've had collegiate karate. Other camps are held outside the United States. They also had a split with the JKA. That's the Japanese Karate Association. Uh, they had a conflict about ISKF new rules. SKF made a you, We all remember this. 2007, it seemed like it was just yesterday, the board of directors meeting, there was a conflict over some of the new rules they were getting into. Um, but, you know, they uh, they decided to uh, to... They, there was a split. Holy crap. Talk about splits. There's a 2011 political split. What? It's like the movie Split with M. Night Shyamalan where he has... Um, it's more like the movie the one uh, guy in it. Red uh, Swing State with um, Kevin... Michael Moore. Kevin Michael Moore. Um, and... Uh, Macklemore. Um, uh, Kevin... Thrift Chop. Macklemore uh, Thrift Chop. Do you remember that one? Uh, who's that guy that did Mall Rats? Uh, Kevin, uh, Kevin James. Kevin, oh, no, the guy, you guy that you did, uh, Silent Bob and Jay. I don't think that really happened. Um, um we gotta check, we gotta check in with, uh, this is, okay, it's like Kevin. With, um, what, is there a, is there, this um. Is Kevin, right? Did, um, 
You did the one about uh, yeah, that's great. Let's, uh, let's, we actually have breaking news, uh, and Max, you're the one who's, who is yeah. being paid to read it today. It's not Kevin. Hart. What is today's what is today's news source that we're getting this news Which from? Kevin is that Kevin Smith? Kevin Smith. All right. I eat gold for dinner, and I eat touchdowns for dessert. Um. Okay. So coming up here, can you tell us about the news source that we're looking we at got, today? Uh, we got some news from. Sourced from Kansas Lotto. Uh, New Kansas Lotto News. News. Kansas Lotto News. What do they have some updates uh, for us? Inside this issue. Um It's a it's an X Games Cash Explosion. Uh, let me just get right into it. Um, not only will you have a chance to win uh, big money playing the Kansas Lottery's new family of X Games, you also yeah, thanks for that. Have info. a chance to take oh, home wait, thousands wait, of dollars wait a minute. in the cash explosion second chance drawings beginning February first, twenty nineteen. You can enter your non-winning one dollar ten x the cash, two dollar twenty x the cash, five dollar fifty x the cash, ten dollar you know, hundred x the cash, the cash, twenty dollars two hundred x the cash, you know, and thirty dollar multiplier when we tickets into the International Shotokan Karate Federation. Five thousand, ten thousand. There's so many different lenses you can look through. It. Max, do you agree about lenses? You will earn one entry kind of for each dollar. Value of the ticket submitted, e.g., um, one one dollar ten x the cash ticket equals one entry. One twenty dollar two two hundred x the cash ticket equals twenty entries. Four winners will be drawn in each drawing for a total of twelve winners. The drawing details are as follows. Wow, I can't believe news like that is kind of happening in our world today. It just shows you that there's a you know new headlines around every corner. Spicy. Yeah, yeah. Um. There are uh, other um, archetype significant narrative designs. Yeah, here's kind of an interesting thing uh, we're doing. We've been hearing from people, as much as they love analysis, they feel like our analysis on the first two episodes could have gone even deeper. So that's why we got this PDF document straight off of the website for um, mpsaz.org. And uh, it says literary theories, a sampling of critical lenses. So you're out there thinking, we love analysis, but the, what's the best way for analysis? Critical lenses. So, Max, you ready for some critical lenses yet? Get critical on me, baby. What's your favorite, like, critical lens? Have you ever uh, done one before? I, well, you know, I wear lenses every day, so... Um, Let's jump right in with archetypal criticism. Um, In criticism, archetype signifies narrative designs, character types, or images that are said to be identical in a wide variety of works and literature, as well as in myths, dreams. Myths and dreams. I had some myths and dreams last night. (sighs) Now, that's really interesting because this brings us back to the International Shotokan Karate Federation. Oh, does it? You're talking about karate. There are some myths about it. Karate has some myths, okay? Yeah. We, need to, we need to dive into this. Um, we need to dive into One karate. One myth about karate myths. is that you can uh, hit the block and it'll um, you, you can break it. But what happens is you got to use a certain part of your wrist. Yeah, well, that's interesting. Um, but how would you like to hear... It's called wrist reward. Yeah, that's that's very true. Yo, but Max, high wrist, high reward. Speaking of myths, let's talk about ten disturbing myths about karate. Everyone thinks are true. Uh, 
Now you're saying, what's a trusted website? I'm talking about KarateByJesse.com, okay? You ready? Hey, his name is Jesse Incamp. He's, uh, give me oh, give 25, my <laughs> 25 karate hacks free, guaranteed to boost your karate strength and health. Just enter your best email. It wants me to enter my email, so I'm going to type no, in. No, no, it said enter your best email. Yeah, my best email is the official email of the podcast, greatteenvids14kids at gmail.com. Um, oh, is that it? Yes, please. And here, and, uh... Now we're gonna, should we check on those later or like right now? Well, because they're going to email karate hacks we'll to our see what inbox. They have here okay, first. we'll say that, but um, you know, because ten is less than twenty five. Max, so. do you want to read the first disturbing myth about karate? Um, he's a karate nerd. The karate nerd. No, you're best on selling the, author, entrepreneur, actually, athlete, globetrotter, carrot cake lover, and founder of Sai Shin. <laughs> that's actually not the myth. Uh, he's passionate about the helping people bio. improve their karate. Enjoy his work and let him know if he can help you. Cheers. I say that is a myth. I'm going to vote myth on that one. Okay, respect. That's not actually one of the ten myths on the list. Oh, I got it wrong. It was actually a truth. Yeah, that was a truth. Let's jump over to the first myth right here. Oh, karate people break bricks every day. That's a myth. Do you think that was true? Because that's a myth. Well, yeah, we've all heard it. So how many boards can you break? Bricks? What about bricks? Bricks and boards. Boards. Uh, Tame Shiwari is what they call it. Uh, Bruce Lee. Hey, Bruce, Bruce Lee, Lee said it best. Boards don't hit back. Bruce Lee in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. He said it. Role. You can't. A, a, bri- a brick is. Um, Go see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood out in theaters now. They like bricks. Directed but, by Quentin Tarantino. Buddy, it's a myth. They don't hit those bricks every day. I uh, eat gold for dinner and I eat touchdowns for dessert. Thank you, Sam. That was a good input. You know, the interesting thing about number two is they say that this is a myth. Karate people have total self control. Now, wait a minute. Nobody has perfect self control. Even karate people can freaking flip out on you if you, if you, you know. Uh, say some offensive comments about their uh, uh, whatever about the sport itself. They'll they'll break your boards. Yeah, let's face it. Shit happens. No matter how good self control you have, we still make mistakes, just like everybody else. Uh, Max, what do you think about number three? Um, kar- karate was created by poor farmers in Okinawa to secretly defend themselves against Japanese samurai warriors. Now, hey, Max, I'm not going to do this, but I could have just pranked you there because I just got you to read that on record, on audio. What if I went back to this wave file and I clipped just that portion of the audio and then posted that online and said, hey, this is what Max really thinks about karate. That'd be fucked up. My life would be ruined. Yeah. So, hey, none of our listeners, you better not do that because uh, Max just got it all wrong by reading that. Yeah, that's a disturbing myth. Yeah, I mean, if you were a poor farmer in ancient Okinawa working 12 hours a day in the rice field just to support your family, would you spend your few free hours punching and kicking imaginary samurai warriors in secrecy to develop some kind of deadly fighting system? Sure, and I'm the Pope. You just need a quick glance at any respectable index of ancient karate masters to notice something interesting. They were all scholars, aristocrats, or privileged families. Well, Max, that's a really good rant. You just kind of did it right off the top of your head. You know, I've always said you're good at rants, especially when it comes to karate. So thanks for that. Yeah. Always known for my original rants. Uh, what do you think, Sam? I hoop baskets for lunch. Uh, number four, karate comes from Chinese kung fu. Uh, sort of. 
But China was just one of the influencing cultures for folks. Number five, black is the highest belt. Now that's got to be true, Whoa, right? What's what higher than a black yeah, belt? Yeah, there's nothing. They can't go more than black. Can they? A black belt is nothing special. Wait, a black belt is just the beginning. I thought it was the end. When you live in Japan, kids would have black belts, but uh, this is funny because they gave black belts just to get rid of them. In, in Okinawa, the highest belt is actually red. Holy crap. This changes everything, folks. Black belt, you can actually get a red belt. So you have to, number six, you have to be athletic, strong, or flexible to practice karate. Oh, boy. I used to be chubby. I wasn't very strong. Things have changed. I look like a modern-day Greek god, squat 3x my body weight, and kick so freaking high Chuck Norris asked me to teach him how. All because of karate. Just kidding. I'm joking, but only half joke. Damn, this guy. This guy's got a lot of good writing. I can't even understand this article. What is he saying? What's well, the I mean, if you would have listened to my little blurb about this bio, okay, you'd well, understand you the background. S- well, wait, we're, trying to, background? we're trying to see the through the lens here. Okay, let's look back at and, it. And uh, I think you got like a thousand and five hundred th- fucking emails in your in your inbox. You better take care. Yeah, of Yeah, but that. he's an author. What else is entrepreneur? He's a Carrot cake lover. At I already went over. Jesse, I, I car- well, I got to read it again. If anybody else wasn't paying attention, what? Um, can you read this one, Max? Ray, William, Lord, John, Brock, Worst, Joe, Hanson. Yeah, that's so true. Um, can you read this one? Yeah, uh, karate makes you a better human being. Um, no, it actually makes you worse. Uh, number eight, karate people are experts at self defense. Uh, let's be honest. You it, can't it used to be different. Uh, do anything uh, if you know karate. It's not about yeah. protection. It's about perfection. Um, so there you go. Uh, number nine, there are weapons in karate. Look, it's right there in the name. Karate is empty hand. There's no weapons. Uh, what about number ten, Max? Karate is difficult. Look, now, that one actually is true. It says it right there. Good karate should look easy. Wait, but it looks easy, but it's actually not easy. It is difficult. That's a myth. That's not a myth. That's the truth. Yep. All right. Well, that concludes our archetypal criticism analysis of the International Shotokan Karate Foundation Wait, Federation. That's it, right? We didn't even have it. What do you want to read about the Earth, Earth Goddess? Death Rebirth theme. The, the Earth Goddess and the Fatal Woman? Oh, the Death Rebirth theme. So... You, you die and you come back because um, you kind of you thought they were gonna die when they split with JKA, but then they came back even even better than before. Then they came back and they suffered a split with when Frank Wu Natai left the ISKF to perform the International Karate Daigaku. Am I right? Yeah. Cool. Well, so is that is that archetypal criticism then, pal? All right. What? Max, I think we need some news. Can you give us some hey, more news spicy. from the from the can from the Kansas lot, uh, Lotto news? Yeah, where'd you put it? Um, Max, did you lose the Kansas Lotto news? The, the university libraries hopes hope semi prominent one uh, rotating exhibits for the public within study areas. No, that's fake news. Read this. This is real, but like open it up to like that there and read it. Read the news. Oh, this one's got a face on We're getting some live news coming in right now. Please stay tuned. Uh, One million holiday millionaire raffle prize claimed by Barton County couple. 
Theop Prize winners of the 10th thing. <laughs> I don't know, my head fucks. You're so uh, happy because you're so happy for these prize guy, winners. You got a really happy face. When you think about these prize winners, um, you can't help but laugh, folks. Oh, we can cut that out. Um, nope. All right. <laughs> <laughs> You can't cut anything out from a, this a is live, live podcast. This is going on the air. Uh, the Everyone's winner is a Barton County, right Barton County Coop who wished to remain. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> I can't do it. You do it. Jeez, right, they don't pay me. Max is having some trouble fulfilling his <laughs> official duties as newsreader. So let me give it a shot. And Max, I expect you to be serious about this. This is serious news. A pumpkin spice scented $25,000 win for Topeka Woman. Set in a hole in brick All of them? Of Topeka doesn't like pumpkin spiced food or lattes. However, her opinion of the popular seasonal spice mix changed now that she's 25,000 richer after playing the $5 pumpkin spice scented instant scratch game. How instant are we talking about here? Well, let me just read you a quote from Selena herself. She says, pumpkin spice is now my favorite spice. Obviously, I've never won anything like this before, and it smelled so good, too. So double win for me. Ah, the old smell of victory. I bought, she says, I bought two pumpkin spice tickets, uh, put them in my purse. I visited my daughter who had a baby, and and the tickets were in my bag the whole time. I can't believe I had a $25,000 winner. I didn't scratch them till later that night. I ran to the garage to show my husband. We just stood there shocked for a minute. I remember him to sign the like, back of my ticket. I ended up hiding in our bedroom. Which, what, from what? Because they were going to get her because she won the pumpkin spice oh, challenge. Oh, yeah, yeah, the spice lords or whatever. This, yeah. When is um, the pumpkin spice girls coming out on town? Well, it says um, it says they're planning for a new uh, uh, a new tires for the truck and a, ba- and a bathroom remodel. So uh, let's just leave it at that. Oh. What do you think about feminist criticism? Uh, good. Let's 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 see what we got here. So there, uh, there, there are several perf- uh, assumptions. I eat gold for dinner, and I eat touchdowns for dessert. Um, under this theory, you examine the patterns of thought, behavior, values, enfranchisement, and power in relations between the sexes. For example, where are you going, how, where have you been can be seen as a story of a malicious dominance over men over women. Um, I, uh, that'll be interesting. Let's, how would you yeah, take a feminist lens to the, to, the, uh, uh, to the International Shotokan well, we Karate Kathy Foundation? Kathy Klein, Susan Jones, uh, um, Greer, maybe? Not sure about, yeah, there's, they got... Hey, I'm, I'm not going to say, when it comes to the ISKF's regional directors, I think there's more men than women. Yeah, so not looking too good. Not looking too good. Not looking too good so uh, far, buddy. Um, references. What's the political split here? That was probably because they, uh, they were... Uh, someone was supporting Trump, right? Yeah, I think it was like a Trump... Trump. Does the ISKF support Trump? Not anymore. They split. Oh, yeah. Um, we're logging on to ISKF.com. You should um, you should look up something about 
Uh, yeah, um, feminism in karate or I-S-K-F something. ISKF feminist. Um, Google search. Um, here's one. Bad feminist. How to essays. What? I don't think that first link was right. Uh, um, how about... No, that's some, about something else. These aren't even about ISKF. Yeah, you got to go a bit broader, I think, if you want to find out um, where the what the history of uh, karate... FeministKarateUnion.org in Seattle, Washington. Is that what we yeah, wanted? Yeah, that one gets an A-plus on the lens. They got traditional karate. They got contemporary training. They got karate for women, karate for children, karate 101 for women. Um, honestly, I'd say if you're a woman who's looking for karate, uh, you're going to want to move to Seattle. Would you agree? I uh, totally agree, yeah. Um, the um, FA frequent. You probably have a lot of questions. Like, uh, ah, these questions all suck. How often yeah. should I train three times a week? Yeah, whatever. Oh, that's good advice. Um, if you, uh, here's some testimonials. I spend a lot of time in my mind, so it's nice to actually connect with my body. Renee. Oh, cool. I think we pretty much did the the, fe- the feminist lens. Do you want to move on? Yeah, okay. So I think our conclusion is... I IFKS is a uh, gets a, a C minus and uh, uh, Seattle gets A plus A plus for Seattle. Congrats. Um, we actually um, you just want to move on. Yeah, Marxist criticism. Uh, Marxist critic grounds theory and practice on the economic and cultural theory of Karl Marx and Friedrich Engels, especially on the following claims. One, the evolving history of humanity, its institutions, and its ways of thinking are determined by the so changing mode of its, its material com- production. Communism, you know, the yeah, 1%. It's like, is, it, is this uh, helping you seize the means of production or not? Um, you know, well, is, is like, karate a means of production? Well, you know, they, it can help you seize the means of production because it's a form of uh, um, self-defense kind of thing, which could also, you know, help with rising up and whatnot. So you're saying if everybody in the if, 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 if the you're saying if the ninety nine percent all joined the International Shotokan Karate Federation, then they'd have the tools and tactics to to take out the one percent completely. Well, I guess I mean let's check out organization tab because that's how we're gonna know. It's all about organizing. Let's see how they do organizing at the IFSKF. Um. They have me- members. They have international board of governors. International, that's pretty good. Um, they got yeah. They're going international. They, um, Western Philadelphia. This is in. Do they give? By back, the way, this is in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, baby. Do they give back to the people? Um, you know, I don't know about that. Where's what's their Alexa rank? What's their um, oh. What's their credit score? Uh, you go to Better Business Bureau. Dot. Yeah. Gov. Um. Damn, I'm logging in. This uh, guy looks awesome. Oh yeah, we're kind of circling back here to um to Jesse, the guy that likes carrot cake, because he's you got have to the, enter your email again. Yeah, I already typed it in once, but now I have to do it again. 
Um, here's a question for the podcast. Ooh. Select all images with crosswalks. This is a Click fun bonus once round. Once there are none left. It's a bonus round, bonus baby. Round. Which of these have Click crosswalks, all the crosswalks in them? What is this, on. a freaking Beatles album? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Click on that one. That yeah, one thanks, has a listener. All right, what's the next one? That Whoa, one? Oh, yeah, you got it. Uh, thanks, listener. Got that one. Oh, there's one more. Ooh, there's one up there. Oh, Checked man, it. our listeners um, sure know where to click. Is that it? I think that's wow, it. Wow, uh, you're really good at that one. You did it. Ooh, I'm not a robot. Bonus I, we are round. not a robot. Um, now I think he sent the guide to my email. Where did I put that? Um, oh, you have so many emails. Do you see any good emails on there? Yeah, the first one. Uh, confirm your email. I already did that. Do Should I have to do it again? What? No. Oh, come on. You're already on it. I'm definitely just caught in an endless loop right now where I'm trying to get Jesse to send me his 25 karate hacks. And just, it's just go back to your email. Maybe it's in the no, spam No, I have to confirm folder. my email like three times already. Are you kidding? Is it in the spam? Check the spam. Uh, no, do you but, have an up-to-date new suggestion? What do you think about this one? You deserve a better shave. Actually, you know what? I do deserve a better shaving product. You just opened a great deal. And this actually brings us to our first... Uh, yeah, our first sponsored sponsor, which is uh, eHarmony. Well, no, it's not them. It's actually this one. This is our first sponsored post. Can you read it um, for us? Hi, happy new year, my dear. My name is Warren E. Buffett, an American business magnate, investor, and philanthropist. <laughs> Am the most successful inventor in the world. Investor, I, I think. But... <laughs> believe strongly in giving while living. Oh. I had one idea that never changed in my mind. That you should use your wealth to help people, and I have decided to give, in parentheses, one million, a billion, uh, a lot of money. <laughs> That's a lot of money. Oh, he uh, spells it out. One million five hundred thousand United dollars to randomly selected individuals Wait, were we, worldwide. Were we randomly selected? Were we on, randomly selected? On receipt of this email, you should count yourself as the lucky individual. Ah! Your email address was chosen online while searching at random. Kindly get back to me at your earliest convenience so I know... Your email address is valid. Um, Warren Buffett 892 at gmail.com. Email me. Thank you for accepting our offer. We are indeed grateful. You can Google my name for more information. Warren Buffett. So Wikipedia link to Warren Buffett says, God bless you. Best regard, Mr. Warren Buffett, billionaire investor. Wow. That looks safe to me. So if so, we just won one million five hundred thousand dollars. How many listeners do you think this podcast has? We could we could it, since we're still in the since we're still in the Marxist criticism each, lens. Each listener gets a billion dollars. So you're still in the Marxist criticism. Critic, I don't know about that much. But we could distrib- we redistribute a lot of money to people based on this great offer we just got from Warren Buffett. We're gonna eliminate the wage gap and put uh, workers back. Uh, in the coal mines. Well, you know, if people have been trying all this, like, politics stuff, get out of politics, just start a podcast, and you'll actually change the get, world. Get out of politics and get into your email, yeah, go because your email. you're going to... Here's, here's an email, here's this an email guy hint. is just sending out money, and all you got to do is look in the spam folder, which stands for... Uh, 
um, some pretty awesome money. Awesome money. Um, um, and it's going to be there, and you can get your money. Get your money. Wow. Well, we're going to re- go ahead and reply to Warren Buffett right now, but we're going to also take a break while we do that. Just Come, a quick breather. Take just a breather. Refresh our mind brains uh, for some more extra content wh- analysis. While you're on the break, make sure to go online and register for the International Shotokan Karate Foundation. Yeah, at hope to ISKF. see you at com. the next battle showdown. And we'll be back. I hoop baskets for lunch. Yeah, right. We have now reached the point where it's halftime. 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 It is, of course, halftime. Yeah, it's halftime. It's halftime. It's halftime. It's halftime. Yeah, it's halftime. It's halftime. It's halftime. It's halftime. Yeah, it's halftime. It's halftime. It's halftime. It's halftime. Yeah, it's halftime. Plenty of time to get some sex. It's the halftime show. Yeah, welcome to the halftime show in episode three. How many episodes? Can you believe there's been that many episodes? There's already been six episodes. Three, uh, fact, uh, fact check on that, it's been three episodes. Oh, feels like so much more. But um, what did we really do- dove into a lot of really interesting topics in the um, in the uh, what, what did we talk about again? Karate. Karate. Yeah. The big, um, the big club. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Kind of uh, kind of to hear the perspective on some of the kicks that they do there. They, you know, because yeah, sometimes they kicks. do the high kick or the low kick, or they do like a, like a kick flip. A lot of kicks. Yeah. Yeah. They do a, a, a they drink a lot of Mountain Dew Kickstart, <laughs> the official drink for karate that, masters. That is true. Because um, that's how they get their kicks started. Right. Yeah, they can't start it without. Yeah. Kickstart. Yeah, that's really interesting. What um, you got any uh any big plans for the weekend? They're uh they also it's on Kickstarter. Yeah, the one. Um, so you're going on. So this weekend, do Kickstarter on Kickstarter. Yeah. So this weekend, you're going to Kickstarter, and you're going to Kickstart some kick Kickstarter. Start a new Mountain Dew Kickstarter. I'm, I'm Kickstarting a new flavor, which. Um, What's the flavor? It, it, might, the flavor? it might even be the final flavor for today. Well, now you're saying. Um, yeah. No. No. Wait. Now wait just a minute. You're saying final flavor, but the final flavor typically goes at the end of the show. Yeah, and I know. It's pretty crazy, but this flavor is just so big that I think I think it's already. Are you have something? Are you having? Some kind of a tingling premonition about how maybe we there, frick- there's a little tingle there could be at some point in the future in a, in a future segment who knows maybe the next who knows there's a chance we could forget to read the final flavor on the show i, I haven't yeah, happened I yet so i don't think know that would ever happen but um, just in case though what's that flavor of mountain kickstart yeah it's called uh red bell red bell red bell belt belt like a belt for your like pants? karate Oh yeah, Mountain Dew Red Bell. Mountain Dew Red Bell. That's your you final know, like, flavor. You thought that Mountain Dew Code Red was as red as Mountain Dew was gonna get, but now they're gonna do uh, Mountain Dew Red Bell. Yeah, as long as the uh, Kickstarter gets better. And also, you know, if we um, if we uh, if we forget to do the final flavor, which would never happen, but if it did, there's definitely a chance we could also forget to do the movie review of the week and. Um, just in case, let's just kind of throw a bonus movie review in right now. Yeah, hey, have uh, you seen any good movies, Nolan? Last night I was watching a movie about hardware. I think it was, oh. called, it was called Hardware. Oh, yeah, Hardware? Yeah, I was yeah. watching this movie called Hardware last night, too. Yeah, what did you... Like, a lot of really cool stuff in that movie. I loved the I, colors. Yeah, I, loved, I like how it was red. There was a lot of red in that movie, which was cool. 
And then um, it was a very red movie. I think kind of like Mountain Dew Red Belt. Yeah, if the mountain. If the people in that movie were were on on were Kickstarter, on Kickstarter right now and doing they'd karate, be doing they'd, they'd have a red belt and they'd be kickstarting Mountain Dew Kickstart Red Belt. That's a great point. Yeah, I liked how the movie kind of had some. Uh, it was kind of a commentary on the future a little bit, and maybe something about government. Definitely government. Really yeah. cool movie. It was like so. It was like. There were scenes, sometimes you didn't go in order and stuff, and sometimes you'd be in one scene, and all of a sudden you'd be in a different one. Yeah. If you're a fan of uh, Terminator and Alien, but you don't like how those movies are really mainstream and not cerebral enough, then you gotta check out Hardware. Yeah, it had some cool, kind of some elements of, you know, kind of all the movies. It was kind of like if they made a movie that had every movie in it. it was kind of, I mean, honestly, if you have to watch one movie and that's it, just watch Hardware. Or watch Hardware, and we should mention that it is streaming on Hulu. Um, yeah, but a, a warning, it, it's rated R, so yeah. uh, don't watch it if you're they said kid. They said some swear words, um, but uh, uh, that's, I kind of do it for the halftime show. Um, yeah. What's your take on, uh, do we got some kind of song coming up or something? We got, um, well this is one of your favorites, I think. Oh, I can't wait to see what it is. You know what this one is? No. You, you don't? Wait, you gotta guess. All right. You, I gotta you know guess. This is, right? This is one of my favorites. One of my favorite songs ever, but I gotta, but I gotta guess. Um. Oh, yeah. So the song it, we're gonna listen to is called Norwegian Kings of Science. Here we go. Thank you. 
Uh, what was that, Max? I just want to fucking jack off, you know what I mean? Uh, just, like, in my own room, you know, just it lights off. What What do you... Just what, going how do you do, at how do you it. do that? Looking at Squidward. <laughs> um, oh, shit, are we recording? Ah, crap, we're live. Uh, wait, never mind, I actually don't want to do that. Oh, yeah, we, oh, yeah, we were doing our thing where we, where we, like, talk about the things that we don't want to do. Um, that's pretty cool, but uh, you know we had a lot of good insight on the international Chicago for What What's yeah. next? What's next? Well, the what's next is uh, our next topic, which is called Cyclone Krill. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Get baby. ready for a Cyclone Krill. Cyclone Monday, Monday, Wait, Monday. I think it's, I think it's Cyclone Krill. <laughs> I think it's actually pronounced Cyclone Kyrill. <laughs> Cyclone kill. Get ready for an unusually violent windstream. <laughs> European edition, forming an extra tropical cyclone. I love, I love all the info Hurricane you're dropping right now, but winds. I think it's actually called Cyclone Kyril. It formed over Newfoundland on 15 January 2007. The storm was named after a Bulgarian man living near Berlin whose family donated to the university's Adopt-a-Vortex program. Vortex, vortex, vortex. Wow, that's really awesome to hear kind of from that perspective. Let's, um, so we're talking about Cyclone Krill here. And <laughs> Cyclone Krill! Let's place it, uh, it's in 2007... January of 2007. You're, hey, Max, do you remember where you were in January I remember where I was in January 2007. I was watching Transformers <laughs> the Movie in theaters by Michael Bay starring Cheyenne LaBeouf. Yeah, I definitely did that too in 2007. But did, did you have any awareness back then of kind of like something like Cyclone? I was like Cyclone? not aware of anything. I had no awareness in 2007. Not even of Cyclone Kyrill? None. So that includes not Cyclone Kyrill, then. Except I knew that um, it's kind of like Psykill, which is uh, a character from GoBots, which is he was not uh, in the Transformers kind of similar though. to Transformers, but it's not. It's a different sort of thing. Although um, Hasbro actually owns the rights to GoBots now, and they're actually bringing it back with a new comic series. I, I read the first issue of the new Psych. Uh, well, Psykill's in it, but it's the new GoBots comic. And let me tell you, this is a comic you're not gonna want to miss. You're probably saying to yourself, um, Cyclone Kyrill. That probably wasn't even that big. How many areas could it have possibly you're affected? You're saying to yourself, Kyrill, What could he do? Areas well, affected. Let me tell you, he turned get, into a motorcycle I'm gonna and he shoots lasers out of, Max, out of his Austria, hands. Belgium, Czech Republic, Denmark, it? Estonia, well, France, I mean, honestly, Germany, Ireland, Latvia, Lithuania, Luxembourg, Netherlands, Norway, Poland, Russia, Slovakia, and United Kingdom. His hands are kind of like the Lego man hands where they're just sort of like I'll give you one guess what's the highest gust. Highest gust, 250 kilometers per hour, 155 miles per hour. Wow, where was that at? That was in Poland somewhere. Snezka. Is that how it's pronounced? Obviously. Let's go find the actual pronunciation for that. I don't think they'll... What, you can't, like, click... There's no well, click it. Click the segment that says, tell me how it's pronounced. I don't think that's on Go Search it on the Google. Ah, whatever. Put Too it in the Google. Oh, no, fine. we gotta get down to the ba- basics on All this All right, one. so the highest gust was in a place in Poland that we don't even know how to pronounce it, so we're gonna um, pronunciation 
is there's oh, an yeah, audio which, file. Yeah, because Wiktionary will have it. Um, yeah, let me... Um, I'm going to have to turn my audio on. This will sound like shit for a sec. Snishka. 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 All so right. That's where, that's where they have the highest gust. Um, I think it's time to jump into the, some of the lenses. Let's go to the next lens. What about new next, criticism? New criticism. Directed against the prevailing concern of critics with the lives and psychology of authors with social background and with literary history. There are several points of view and procedures that are held in common by most new critics. One. A poem should be treated as primarily poetry and should be regarded as an independent and self-sufficient object. Two, the distinctive procedure of the new critic is explication. So we're supposed to like look at this like it's pretending it's a poem or the something. Detailed and subtle analysis of the complex interrelations and ambiguities of the components within a work. So what they're saying the is there's something poetic about Cyclone Kyril then. It's like a po- it's like there's yeah because it's kind of like Psykill and that's one poetic character because let me tell you that guy all he really wants to do is just rise up against his oppressors and I think that's really relatable um, that's something we can all we can all agree on but sometimes his methods are a little bit too violent. Um, and he uh, decides that the best way to um, get uh, he does he doesn't want equality he wants to wipe out humanity. The um, storm. I mean, you're talking about the storm. It's freaking nine days long. How are you going to survive against that? There's going to be damage of at least a billion euros. Are you talking about damage? Well, I think Psykill uh, um, did at least that much damage, if not more, in um, the GoBots book. Uh, which featured um, uh, Psykill facing off against uh, Leader One and his uh, squad of uh, Maybe Guardian Gobots. Maybe about Cyclone um, Such as uh, Max, Turbo. I don't know about you, but I've had a little trouble understanding what new criticism is. All I can find is it might be about like psych- like poetry or something. <laughs> um, I think you just got to... Uh, Take it for what it is and say, I got a poem. Uh, um, the critic. Uh, what about poems by Kyril Sazanov? That's the guy that uh, um, made the cyclone. cyclone Kyril. So, let's read some of his poems. Um, um, you want to take a shot at. Uh, uh, let's um, hang on. Let's skip ahead. Um, you want to take a shot at Sinful Sonnet by Kyril Sazanov? Uh, yeah. Mm, let me just. Uh, let me just get in a good position for this one. Hey, take your right. time, buddy. Sinful sonnet. Courtesans and concubines, pristine ladies on neon signs, performing with pink panache, including in Pledges of the Flesh. A rose-scented soft temptation, invoking desires and infatuation, crimson lights and skin like satin, inviting to a realm of forbidden passion. Wait, <laughs> sirens in succubus, sing songs that satisfy, docile demons, superficial saints, peculiar clients with specific tastes, no judgments in our den of delights, only leisure and unforgettable nights. Well, I'm not sure about leisure, but I definitely can promise you there are some unforgettable nights out there. Am I right? Yeah, no kidding. Damn, thanks for that poem. Uh, let's read some comments on that poem. Uh, Arbol Verde says, Kyril, pictures of the flesh and longing for love attracts many like a moth to the light. 
Connie Markham Wong says, A warm welcome to Poetry Soup. I enjoyed reading read intriguing, wonderfully wit, wit, great poem. Silent One says, Excellent first sonnet, Kyros. So this was Kyros' first sonnet ever. And he says, welcome to Poetry Soup. So if you guys want to po- want to get your own poems out there, if you're an aspiring poet, go to PoetrySoup.com. Uh, oh. Also, we've got a quick advertisement coming in. Can we do an ad read on this one? Uh, are you, are yeah. you ready to handle it? Um, real, real, real quick. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, well, let's do it. Uh, this is we, – we love our sponsors on this show. All right, this is uh, for, coming to you from Steve Heffron, CMT, BS, AS. Steve holds a BS degree in health fitness and an AS degree really, as really a physical therapy assistant. The he is a longtime resident of Maryland, but has helped thousands of people all really over matter. the world really with his natural bio. health information and product. They're not paying us any money to read Steve oh, Heffron's oh, what bio. The, what, I thought that's what they were. No, they want you to read the five worst foods for arthritis. Ah, some joint pain. We'll start with number okay, one. We'll start with number one. Oh, uh, wait. Uh, click. click to. Oh, I don't know if I want to click that. We have to click it again. Oh, ooh, um, ooh, this the is five secure. worst foods to eat if you have arthritis. Oh, what's it downloading? <laughs> I don't, there's no info on this. Well, it's downloading. You got to wait for. Oh, shit. Did it download something? Uh, you might just, you know, maybe go. We can read what they had on the other page. Well, but I'm still trying to get the five worst foods for well, arthritis. I think that was it. Um, whether you've been diagnosed with arthritis or if you just have occasional yachty joints, in just a few minutes you'll know how to clear the, uh, steer well, clear of the five biggest foods. I'm still kind of concerned about like, downloads. Did it download something? Uh, well, I don't know. What else would it do? Um, what you're about to discover will probably be quite surprising, but more importantly, it'll show you how to take control of your arthritis. You know, I appreciate what you're doing there, but we have to get to the news. Where's what happened to the our, our news? The news? Where'd you put the news? Well, it's time for a news it. update, and we don't have the news. Where's it's the news over, at? Well, it was over there, not here. Over there. Where? Oh, I found it. I found the news, and do you, what do you want yeah, me to read it? it? Oh, you got it, yeah. All right. Walanda Baker of Olathe didn't plan on buying scratch tickets October 23, 2018. So she said she didn't plan on uh, it. She didn't plan on it. But well, what the, happened? But the $10 winner cash riches caught her eye while she waited in line at a convenience store. Her perceptiveness paid off with a $75,000 win. The line at the register was fairly long because everyone wanted to get a Mega Millions ticket because because the jackpot was so high, said Baker. While waiting in line, Baker noticed the holiday tickets in the lottery dispensers. I saw the big $10 ticket and decided to get a few of those. All of the colors on the tickets jumped out to me when I was standing there. I took the tickets home because I didn't want to hold up the line. Certainly didn't expect to win like I did. Um, Baker went on his plane. I thought the three tickets and it was the second ticket that was the big winner when I saw I had matched one of the symbols on my ticket. I figured I had this won a free long, ticket. A I couldn't believe it when right I realized now. I had won seventy-five thousand dollars. The first thing Baker did was call her husband Gary, who <laughs> met her at the store. Or wait, she so she called her husband ticket. Gary? What was his real name? Um, 
Gary. Uh, we checked the ticket and the store confirmed it was a winner. We were in shock. This came at a great time too. Our kids decided to get married within a 14 month span. Hey Max, I appreciate oh, their kids the, are getting married I appreciate to each the other. news update, but can we? Um, <laughs> Holy shit, Steve Heffron. <laughs> He's a CMT BSAS. But anyway, I, yeah, so that was a great, that's a really inspiring news story you just read about the lo- sure about the lottery winner. Sure Especially is. how she wasn't planning to buy the sure tickets, but she buy, bought them anyway. What? That's that's honestly one of the things that pisses me off. It's not, I got to sound off a little bit here. One of the things that pisses me off the most is Cyclone Kyrill. It wiped out the entire European lottery the system. the entire lottery system. You couldn't do any lottery while Cyclone Kyrill was going on because you're like, damn, I'm all wet. I can't even read these tickets. They're all wet. Yeah, all the all the mega millions. But um, you could have won. You could have won. Think about all the people in those nine days. All the people you could have won. That that could have won those those. Uh, those mega million jackpots. It was Pum- a lot of, you know, really, you know, when pumpkin you can, spice. You can, you can, you can talk about the billions in property damages, but where the real damage was in all those uh, unclaimed tickets that got lost. Yeah, you can in the take cyclone. that billion damages and basically double it for the sake of lottery tickets. Um, let's, um, you know, that's really interesting that that you take that that perspective because. Um, I mean, this this winter storm walloped most of Europe. Damn. There's a bunch of damage and uh, 47... Oh, 47 people lost their lives. That's pretty serious. Can we have a moment of silence for that? All right, yeah, rest in peace, y'all. Um, yeah, it was big and strong, and uh, man, it was and unusually it large. Was unusually large. Widespread damage. That's terrifying. That's terrifying. Look at that. Roof the com- damage. The roof completely ripped off hey, of that house. Hey, 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 stop what you're doing right now on this podcast. Look up at your roof. Yeah, you on, have a on roof whatever up there. Structure you're you in. have a roof up Look there. Look up at your roof. Well, now imagine the roof just is gone. What if the roof was gone? That was a reality for those who are impacted it was a real by thing. Cyclone Kyrill. It was bad. It was really bad. Would you? You would agree, right? High insured losses. So hell yeah, baby. I would so agree. you agree? This was pretty bad. On the scale of like pretty bad, it was definitely like very bad. Very bad, yeah. And you know what? It's, uh, speaking about that, um, you remind me of uh, Bad Boy, who was featured extensively in Wolf in the Fold, episode number 30. Using an image simulator circuit invented by her fiend, <laughs> Bad Boy is able to go undercover as the Guardian heat seeker. From inside the Guardians, Bad Boy is able to leak information to the Renegades. Once it is discovered that there is a traitor among the Guardians, Bad Boy tries to frame Leader One as the traitor but he is uncovered by Scooter. Thanks to the timely use of the Astro Beam, uh, he escapes the Guardians. And I just wanted to, you know, because really reminding, you know, to kind of tie into the whole kill from the GoBots. Yeah, you know, one um, of the big kind of things about this podcast is we have got, we bring in all kinds of outside knowledge, you know, from the academic world. Right. From well, kind of the, the academic realm. There's, there's the archetypal lens. There's the feminist lens. There's the Marxist, Marxist lens. lens. There's, there's the, the new, new criticism, criticism lens. lens. And then there's the GoBots lens. And I think that's really where you can learn 
learn the most much about re- yourself. No, no question. Much respect to that. But we got to start on, on a brand new lens that's called psychological and psychoanalytic criticism. You uh, ready? Kinda, that's kind of um, like psychill. Yeah, uh, kind of like psychill, but it's like psychological. Yeah, psychological. It deals with work of literature primarily as an expression in fictional form of the personality, state of mind, feelings, and desires of its author. So it's about um, – it's kind of about like emotions and like like mindset. Oh. Um, which is interesting. It's like about who created this. So the question is like who created the the work? Well, the work in question is Cyclone Chiral. Um, who created it? Uh, well, if we look on the page, um, it actually says Northern Russia. Northern Russia. They were at it again. Created. No, that's where it went. Oh. It started in um, Newfoundland. Oh, Newfoundland. It's Newfoundland is where it started, actually. Newfoundland is kind of over Newfoundland. So really, you can blame all them for uh, generating it. Oh, Newfoundland and Labrador. Those are two dogs. Did you know that? Those are dogs, but it's also like a freaking island. Can you believe that two dogs are also two places? Those, hey, buddy, you might say I love dogs, but those dogs are responsible for Cyclone Kyrill. I don't know. I don't don't think. I 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 don't think that's much of a stretch. Well, I think you could say that maybe it is. Flag of Labrador, 100%. Looks great. Is that what it's on all the dog collars? (laughs) Reader response criticism. This type of criticism does not designate any one critical theory, but focuses on the activity of reading a work of literature. Oh, that's kind of what we're doing. Oh, we're reading and then we're responding. Yeah. What's your response to Cyclone Kyrill? Um, uh, my response to Cyclone Chiral is that it's a terrible, uh, tragic act of nature slash uh, Newfoundland that um, is uh, really bad, uh, but at least it uh, reminds us to reflect on the good in our lives and also how it kind of sounds like Psykill, and that's uh, from the GoBots, and there was that part where... Um, uh, Scooter was trying to outrun uh, um, the the car. We got an update coming in. Oh no, an update! Uh, we just got an email from Car- Jesse in camp. Carrot cake enthusiast Jesse in camp himself, and he says twenty five karate hacks for you, and they're proven by science. See, I knew Jesse would let us down. He got those. He sent us those hacks. Max, read some of these for me. All right, uh, number twenty five. Measure your resting heart rate every day. Number 22. Uh, one of the absolute... And number 18. If you are forced to use karate in real life, always verbal de-escalation tactics. Bad Boy and Copter are sent to attack <laughs> Unicrom bases and distract the Guardians while Psykill, Crasher, and Scorp <laughs> attempt to take the power suits from the command center, possibly known as Strategic Command. Is this Number about- 12. If you want to be happier, whether in karate or life, researchers suggest you should develop a 
gratitude attitude. Or gratitude for short. Blaster appeared in the episode The Third Column. Number five, when you train cardio, do it with your mouth garden. was attacked by the renegades. The attack was turned away by automated defenses. Bugbite is a renegade who has also appeared in the Transformers franchise as a recolor of the Autobot Bumblebee. Bugsy hey, this is content was one of the right names now. If you don't appreciate content, I don't know what to say. This, is, copy of this the is prime of the content. This Video is actually one of the greatest, from most revolutionary Sinclair, pieces of Mega content Man. ever released in oh, the universe. Oh, here's a fan classic. Buggy Man, a renegade, renegade uh, Gobot who turns into a dune buggy. Some buddy, fiction hey, refers to him hey, as Buggy hey, Boy. Hey, 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 if you're not going to read the number one karate hack, The number one karate hack is when you buy a new belt, it's often <laughs> stiff and hard. This Wait means a minute, the not- that was two. Ah, shit. Uh, the number one karate hack is, thanks for reading. No, that's no, zero. Oh, man. The number one karate hack is become what I call a karate nerd. This will change your whole perspective of karate, trust me. I wrote a seven day email guide that you are allowed to check out. Just go here to sign up and I'll send it to you for free. For free! Oh Shit, God. I think we gotta sign up for that. <laughs> this is this is never gonna end, is it? Oh, We're just gonna, gonna like continually have to sign up for more guide. things. <laughs> Hi there, this is important. It's time to be a karate... Oh, he's got a video and everything. Sign up. Sign up. That's the a mind is button. not a vassal. Am I signing up right now, Max? Yeah, you gotta sign up. Um, because Scooter and Smallfoot join Nick and AJ to watch a car stunt show, which is attacked by Crasher, Buggy Man, and Flytrap. Smallfoot fights Buggy Man and defeats him, but the Renegades regain their upper hand until the Guardians are rescued by Leader One and Turbo, who arrive in their power suits. I can't handle this right now. Select all images with those, stairs. Those aren't even stairs. They all have stairs in those them. Those aren't stairs. None of those are stairs. stairs. They're, They're going to say, you, baby. You, it said try again because you were too bad at it. Well, oh, you come on. You got to get all of them. I got traffic lights. I'm not a robot, folks. I'm not a robot. Yeah, would a robot be that bad? Okay, so Jesse Encamp just sent me yet another. How many tabs of Jesse Encamp do we have up right now? We got like I mean, at least four. Five. We got six tabs of. Seven, well, six. Hey got guys, six. If you're if you're listening, if you're still on this podcast at this point, go online, look up Jesse N Camp. That's J E S S E E N K A M P. He runs the site Karate by Jesse. Oh, Copter has send him a tweet. Own, send Jesse send Jesse a tweet and say, Hey Jesse, they talked about you a lot on episode three of the Great Team Podcast. You should go listen. Like most of the Renegades, Copter isn't especially smart. But please he be has nice something to of a sick sense of humor and no often lets off a vicious chuckle when he comes across a weaker foe. He is considered cold-blooded. He can fire energy blasts from his hands or eyes. Copter can use his rotor blades in either mode to create localized hurricanes, which brings us back to... Cyclone Kyrill. Just like a hurricane, it's a, but Cyclone, baby. It's the same thing. So, you know, there's something interesting I kind of wanted to tap into here. Um, is, um, um, you know, something interesting I kind of wanted to tap 
um, tapping, tapping, um... Speaking about something interesting you want to tap into, when the GoBots want to tap into their combined power, they can all get into their power suits, and they'll combine into one, uh, big, uh, big robot thing, and it's, uh, there's an name for it, but they also have the, the big base that kind of walks like a dog, and that thing's pretty cool. Um... So, you're talking about... Uh, Cyclone Cyril. Uh, Cyclone in 2007, Cyclone Cairo was ripping across Europe. Ripping through there. Honestly, it even it actually started in Newfoundland, so it started in North America, but then it moved across the Atlantic Ocean and it tore up uh, Europe only two days later. Um, me, meanwhile, in 2007, the same year as Cyclone Cairo was going off. The international oh, show. Oh no way! The international Shotokan no, Karate you're Federation me. split off from what? the JKA to become an what? independent organization. No, with the same year, that's not possible. The folks, he's got to be connected. The, the There's I, no way this is coincidence. The, the ISKF split with JKA happened the same year that Cyclone Kyril tore across Holy the European shit. shores. This is a bombshell. Oh my god! So Cyclone Kyril happened in in. In January, the the split with JKA started around April. Um, you know what this means. What does it mean? They, they caused it. The Cyclone Cairo was responsible for the ISKF split with JKA, and we here on this podcast are the first ones to ever figure this that is, out. This is some. Uh, we got to contact the authorities over this one because uh, some people are going to be... Uh, Facing some hefty penalties. So, let me put it this way for you. For 12 years now, people have been wondering what caused the International Shotokan Karate Federation split with the Japanese Karate Association that went down in 2007. Well, all you need to do is look a few months earlier and cross the pond a bit into Europe, and then you have to say Cyclone Kyril actually set off a chain of events that led to the ISKF split with JKA. It all makes sense. It's perfectly crystal clear that uh, this is what happened. This is the truth. Oh, man. I don't know what to say to that. That's a lot to take in. We're just going to let you kind of sit with that information for a while. Yeah. You know, you might want to take a few few days to think over and then, uh, then tune in to the next episode. I think we had one more... Oh wait, we had we actually had three more critical lenses. Three more critical lep- uh, lenses that we're gonna save for the next episode. Well, we got like three minutes left. We could do like one per minute for the next episode. But no, for the next episode, we're gonna have to like the next episode do them all is again. right now. This is like episode three point one now. Yeah. All right, deconstruction uh, is uh, the most difficult uh, critical theory for people to understand. It was developed by some very uh, smart people who declare that literature means nothing because language means nothing. In other words, we cannot say that we know what the meaning of a story is because there's no way of knowing, for example, some stories like where you're going. Where have you been that do not have tidy endings? You cannot assume you know what happened. I feel like we're missing a lot because we haven't read Where Are You Going, Where Have You Been? That's the second time they referenced that. 
Um, if you're listening to the podcast, do a Google search for where are you going, where have you been, and please read that oh, entire also, story. Oh, also, Sonny's Blues. Yeah, I don't know about Sonny's Blues. You could, you could look that one up, too. And the Black Cat. Yeah, there's a lot of them going on. But basically, deconstruction means nothing matters, nothing means anything. International Karate uh, Shotokan Federation, fuck it. It doesn't even matter. Yeah. It's just all a bunch of BS. They're responsible Cyclone. for 47 deaths. Yeah, that's true. They are responsible for 47 deaths. So, um, <laughs> you're so I think they really word. got what they had coming to them, you know? <laughs> This is a comedy um, podcast. We say things that are goofs and it's all spoofs. Funny, and because, it's all funny. Uh, if you don't, if you, um, don't, so if you're if you don't think anything right means now, anything, please understand then it's that we're just goofing funny. around, we're just joking around. Um, except the fact that there's some serious stuff, and we have notified the police ah, about it. I um, know it's a joke. Uh, no, it's it's real. It's real. They're on the line. Damn, I guess you're right. Um, in fact, uh, it seems. Uh, yeah, they they want me to pick up now. So, um, yeah, I got it. I got a jet. It was great being on this pod, y'all. Real fun getting down with my boys down and dirty. The the the, the um, final the final two lenses are historical criticism and structuralism. Please do them by yourself at home. Yeah, Thank you. Uh, but um, just I'll just give you a quick uh, quick tip. Go to GoBots. Uh, on Google and and uh, check out the new comic in comic book stores everywhere. GoBots. I think they're up to issue two or three now. Uh, check it out. It's really good. Okay, bye. $5 to hear that?